yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. Back then when I was a new youngin', Charlie was tryna run on me. I've been, I've been going on my own. I've been, I've been doing things unknown. It's the day one, you running right back. Say the drama, you running off track. Hey, beauty needs me, fam. Welcome to season three, episode two. Yes. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute. For those of you who are listening for the first time, I'm Dunio Dumasil, and I'm here with my co-host, Talia. Hey. Talia Griffin, sorry. Talia Griffin, sorry. <laughs> I, have, I have a first and last name as well, Talia Griffin. I'm very professional. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure to meet you. Uh, beauty Needs Me is where we host honest conversations about beauty that crosses color, culture, and country lines. Yes, yes. And today's episode is all about wellness. The first episode, we talked about all beauty things. And today, we're going to really get into kind of where we stand um, as far as wellness. Because we we do believe that beauty is a... We take a 360 approach to beauty, right? So it's not just what we're putting on our skin or on our bodies. It's also what's going into our bodies. Um, Like so many things affect your skin, you know, so many outside factors affect your skin. Things going on internally with you affect you externally. So, you know, we like to touch on all the points. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and like, as Talia said, like it's, you know, on this podcast, we, we really want to make sure that people aren't thinking about beauty as just products, but thinking about beauty as work being done from the inside out also, because you can have a great looking face. It's really clear and, you know, be feeling shitty and be looking or like just mind all over the place. And that pretty face doesn't mean anything. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So when we think about the summer, right. Yeah. So I mentioned this last week, but I was having, because I was on a friendship tour, right? And I was going to to different places to to visit different friends. Um, I realized that a lot of my wellness practices were not sustainable while traveling, or they they probably were. I just didn't do a really a really great job of like maintaining them. So when I'm at home, um, I use the Shine app. is a woman owned app, and uh, it's owned by two women of color. And they are really, it's, it's the meditation app, but it's really overall just like a wellness app. And so at home, I'm really good at doing my meditation in the morning and doing my meditation at night. I work on East Coast times, even though I'm in Chicago. So work starts at 8 a.m. However, when I am traveling and I'm in LA and work starts at 6 a.m., <laughs> It's very difficult for me to wake up at 5 a.m. to do somebody's damn meditation, right? Like I'm literally rolling out of bed at like 5.50 and all I can manage is to pee and then like hop on camera, but turn the camera off for that first morning meeting and then wash my face afterwards, right? Typically, I do my meditations in the morning, in the evening. I pray every morning, every evening. I was doing like these afternoon workouts. My workout class um, in Brooklyn, the, the studio closed. They closed all three of, of their studios, sadly. It's also a women-owned studio, but they developed an app. So I was doing like 30-minute workouts in the afternoon at like noon. I was really tapping into all of the things that I enjoy. I was like taking walks and I was cooking. And then I started traveling and all of that shit just kind of 
mm-hmm. fell to the wayside, right? My meditations twice a day definitely stopped. Prayers were still alive and, and, and thriving, but like afternoon workouts with the time zones, you know, like I just wasn't able to kind of keep that routine while away from my home, but I was still happy. Like I was still, yeah. I, I definitely felt at peace. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't bring like none of my supplements, nothing, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was being around friends that kind of Probably. replaced it. But then as soon as I got back to Chicago, my whole, like my immune system started to feel, I got a cold. I can't tell you the last time I've had a cold. Pre-pandemic. Like, <laughs> not even pre-pandemic, like years. Really? Like, yeah, I, I really don't get colds. Like I got a cold and it was like one of the worst colds ever. Like my throat was hurting. Like so it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it was it was really challenging to, to um it was really challenging to get back into a routine, right? And internally I felt like there was just a bunch of chaos going on with me on the inside. And I was trying to like find focus and I had to literally go back and remember all of the things that I needed to function right? To function in a positive way. And what I noticed is that when I'm away, I'm fine. But when I'm home, I need routines. Like Mm -hmm. there is something about being home where if I don't have routines, I don't feel as fulfilled. Right. So So. how are you able to, what did you do to get the routines? Or are you still working on that for the fall? I, I had to, I kind of had to like stop and remind myself that I know things that make me feel good, mm. right? I know the things that I like to do. Because at home I live in the suburbs and there's literally nowhere to go and nothing to do. Um, I was dependent on just going outside to take walks. But when I came back home, I wasn't doing that. And I just be in the house for days and days. And it's like, you should go outside. Like, you know, you have to go outside. But I had to remind myself because Granted, every time I went out of town, I was gone for a month. Right. So it's it's a long period of time. And yeah. then I, I got back and it shocked my system. Right. So, yeah. And I just kind of had to remind myself, like, here are the things that I do yeah. to to show up for myself. Cooking and I need to take a walk. And and I'm still it's, it's still something that I'm kind of struggling with. I'm reading the four agreements That's and I'm I'm at the end. And there was something that he was saying about uh, being being childlike and how children are, you know, present and they're not worried about the future or consumed with the past. Yeah. And I was like, I'm struggling with that right now. Yeah. I'm struggling with being present. present. I am I am worried about the future and I am consumed with the past. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, it's interesting because I was I was just talking to one of my girlfriends this afternoon, telling her that I've been focused on trying to be in a state of gratitude and giving Mm -hmm. gratitude and being still because I am thinking about what is to come. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about all, you know, all plans and just everything in the future while also healing from and addressing past traumas. So it's really crazy how we're in a really similar place in the summer. I, I feel like I started off pretty strong um, with my wellness practices, you know, I've, I've talked before on the pod about how morning routines are really important for me. So waking up, 
praying, doing yoga or working out. Those are things that keep me really, really grounded. Last summer, what got me through was waking up and doing yoga, you know, and I was in different time zones. I was in Cali half the summer and then was in Jamaica and then back on the East Coast. So I took my travel yoga mat with me everywhere I went and it was my saving grace. This summer was a little bit different. You know, I, I did quite a bit of travel. I was on the West Coast, which I'm on the West Coast pretty often, but I was on the West Coast. I was in Nigeria. I was in Europe, you know, Puerto Rico. And so it was, it was, it was definitely harder to to keep up a routine. It was harder mm-hmm. to work out. I would pack workout clothes, but wouldn't always, you know, do something. Or maybe I would do a hike or, you know, do like a, a Peloton workout, but it's different. There's something about like, there's something for me about getting up and going to the gym. It's like mm. dedicated time. Um, you know, it's the time that I get to zone out. It like, there's something about it that just signals like, okay, this is, this is real. This is serious. This is your time to do this, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I'm not doing that or when I'm not like on an actual hike, I feel like it's harder for me to, um, to really get into that mode of like, this is wellness time or this is, you know, my workout. Um, so that was, that was hard. That was a struggle. And, you know, I've been in this state of like anxiousness, but not not in a bad way, but just anxiousness about like things that are on the horizon while juggling things in the present. And um, for probably the past like two to three months, my therapist has been really on me in my sessions about like, okay, like developing a routine and figuring out what can we do so that I'm grounded because whenever there's change or transition, I always thought that I handle change well, because I Mm. feel like I'm in a constant like mode of, you know, like chaos is normal to me, which, you know, is unfortunate, but like, I don't necessarily freak out when there's, when things are chaotic. I feel like I've kind of moved through them pretty well. Um, But my therapist was like, yeah, you may not, but your body internalizes all of that, you know, and that has an impact on my mental health. So I've been really just chatting with her about developing a routine for the fall that's sustainable, no matter where I am, you know, because with life changes, it's like, all right, well, what, what's going to keep me grounded, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm really focused on now, but in the summer, it was hard. I mean, I was working out. I was, I, I like was doing really well with working out. And then I fell off with that. Um, yoga would be the quickest thing for me to go to because even just stretching my body in the morning for like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, that helped, you know, that definitely helped. But sometimes I, you just need, I'm realizing how much more activity I require mm, to feel okay. good. Like my body needs to move. I need to be active in order to to feel good in order to clear my mind and in order to focus um I started to try to meditate over the summer a few times because my mind will literally be everywhere and I was having a hard time being present I'm still struggling with it like a really hard time just like being present I can be I'm like happy that's the thing too it's like I can't there's nothing wrong which is the crazy part. Like I would be, I'm like, I'm very clear that things are good. Things are great. And I'm really happy. And, but for some reason, 
And I think, you know, look, it all goes back to childhood trauma, right? Like (laughs) your body is still, uh, you know, and your mind still feels like it needs to protect you even when you're, um, I think even when things are good, because you're kind Mm -hmm. of like weary about things, quote unquote, coming to an end or, you know, there being some sort of shift. I mean, hey, if anybody out there with a, you know, psychology degree, um, (laughs) DM us and let us know. This is just what I picked up (laughs) in my own therapy sessions. So, um, yeah, so being still and being present was was a real challenge for me, despite Mm -hmm. being in a really happy and good place, despite things being great. And I think a lot of the time people just people confuse, in my opinion, being happy and things being good with meaning like that there's there's nothing wrong or like everything internally is good, but it's like, Oh yeah. That's not always the case. That's not just because I feel like we confuse mood with mental health. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can be in a great mood, but that doesn't always mean that my mental health is, is, is where it should be, you know, because if my mind is still racing and if I'm still, you know, actively trying to process previous traumas or actively trying to make sure that previous traumas don't impact the present. Right. That's still a struggle on its, on its own, you know? Yeah. So I feel like I was dealing with that a lot, um, during the summer. It's like, I can't ever, I can't say like, oh yeah, things, but things were good. I can't say like anything was wrong. Right. But I do know that I struggled with just being present, being still and being grounded in a way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I had to, I felt like at the top of the year and like probably right up until when um when we ended season two, I felt like I was going a thousand miles. Yeah. Oh my God. I yes. was like, yeah. I was like, I need you, For sure. you remember I was having like chest pains. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Your I was, having, was twi- twitching. Yeah, like I was having like an external reaction to stress. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, even when I had to go to the ER and the doctor was like, it's probably stress. And I was like, motherfucker, like, I'm always be stressed. Like, I'm alive. Yeah. Like, that can't be the the thing. But it's like, no, I I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've had a chest pain. Right. Like, Yay. I think you know, I had so much going on and I, I had to stop and really say to myself, like, this has been a hard year for you. Right. Like like this has not been an easy year for me. And I've had to kind of reshift things and decide like, okay, what are you going to do and what are you not going to do? And I won't I won't get into it just yet on on the pod, but I made like a major life decision like um, that basically I know. Right. (laughs) Then I basically like changed it, it's going to continue to to impact me in a in a very large way. But I had to sit with it. I mean, I had to sit with it for months, right? And I had to... Guys, I um, don't know what this is either. No, Dooney doesn't know either. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Um, but I had to sit with it for, for months. And I came, you know, I had to make a choice. And, it, and it's, you know, there there are so many choices that I feel like we make that's linked to our identity, who we think we are, who we want people to think we are. And I had to just get really real about mm. like, okay, this is, this is me, right? Like, like how, how do I describe myself, even if it's not linked to a job or, you know, so, something that I'm doing, right? Like who, who am I 
that has nothing to do with the external world. And I feel like that meant like, mm. okay, well, I'm cutting off this. I'm cutting off this. I'm cutting off that person. I'm going, like, I I am queen of boundaries. Like, I've always been very, very good Girl, at, at having boundaries and saying, like, mm, I'm not rocking with that. And that's what it is. We I'm need not, to talk about that one day because boundaries. I feel like when people hear boundaries, there is a very common misconception of, you know, oh, you put boundaries in place. Oh, you mad. Oh, you hurt. Oh, you're this. No, it's you don't get access to me in the same way that you used to anymore because you have shown that you are not worthy. You period. have shown that you can't be trusted. Yeah, all of that shit, everything. You're not worthy. You can't be trusted. Your character is trash. Now, that doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but that means that when it comes to me, you are not good for me. You and I and I get to decide that I don't want nothing to do with you anymore. I get to decide that if we are in a in a crowd, in a room of 10 people, I can hug and say hi to everybody else except for you. And I think that that's something that that people don't. So like I know people, there are there are people who who I'm really good friends with, who are really good friends with people that I'm not, and they consistently put me around those people. And I have to go into it. And I honestly don't think that my friends realize this, but I have to mentally prepare myself to be around people whose energy bothers me, Mm -hmm. right? Like, even if that's your really good friend and you love them, you probably feel that way because of how they've shown up for you. Exactly. Right? I'm like, for you. How they've been around me is not the it's different. Yeah. And I, you know, and I don't agree. I don't know if this is going off topic. I don't, I don't agree with like, oh, if you're my friend, then you can't be friends with that person. I don't agree agree with that. Be friends with who you want because we're, we're dynamic. Exactly. Everything isn't black and white. If they treat you well and they're there for you, good, good for you, you know, keep that friendship. Um, But I'm still entitled to my opinion based on my experience. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that. Exactly. Exactly. So with that, I realized that when I travel, it's important that I bring my sulfur and my probiotic because they are both stress reducers and I have to pack them. Like I have not been packing vitamins when I travel and I'm like, I'm gone too long (sighs) to be playing around. I was like, I need to make sure that like these things are still in, in place. I ran out of ashwagandha because at home I make smoothies all the time. When I'm not mm-hmm. home, where am I getting then, yeah. a smoothie? You know, and, and it's like, I ran out of ashwagandha, have not replenished it. It's just like my my systems are, yeah, are different, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, when I that. travel, the things that I know I can get consistently are like watermelon for hydration, berries, you know, antioxidants. Like I have to find these things wherever yeah. I go. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I I haven't done a good job when I travel. So it's interesting in my regular life, I operate across various time zones because of my personal Mm -hmm. life and my professional life. Right. And in my regular life, I am West Coast for a little bit, East Coast for a little bit. This year, actually, from April to June or April to July was the first time that I was like on the East Coast for like 90 days. It was, it was really, nice. yeah. Cause you know, for normally I'm like Cali for a month back, back and to forth. the East yeah. Coast and Cal, you know, and 
and back. Um, so that was really, that was really nice. So I, and that's probably why in the spring I had a bit of a better routine. And then in the summer, everything went to shit because <laughs> once July hit, it was like, okay, Cali, Nigeria, Europe, everything all over the place, you know? So, um, so that was a little bit crazy, but I, I did, I did take vitamins at first, I think on, I forget which trip it was, but then I fell off. And then pits back up again. So I started doing a multivitamin, this pure encapsulations. I'll I'll link everything. We'll link everything below like we normally do. And I think I actually got this. I think this was um, my leak posted about this in her stories one day. I, mean, I talked mm-hmm. about my love and admiration for my leak and uh, basically whatever she posts out, I will try. I trust her recommendations because she just exudes excellence. So I know that if she says something is good, then I'm. I'm going to, I'm going to go with it. And then, um, omega threes. And I decided on the omega threes because season one, right. We had Dr. Casey means on the Mm -hmm. show and she talked about the importance of omega threes. And I was like, let me get back. I got a probiotic just thrive, the spore based ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. But I took them for about a week and I stopped. And I remembered that I don't, probiotics don't work well for me. Why? I don't know. It messes. So I am without being, without, you know, getting TMI here or giving TMI. I'm, I'm very regular, like on my own. I'm regular. It's like clockwork. And when I take probiotics, it messes up. It messes that up. And it's weird. Yeah. And I, I don't, actually don't feel that great when I take probiotics. Um, and so I took them for about a week and then I stopped and I was back to being regular and mm-hmm. I like that. So I'm, I'm always conflicted by that because, you know, people are always like, oh, you should take probiotics, especially as you get older for your gut health. And mm-hmm. right. but it's like, I'm regular. I'm regular as hell. Like maybe two, re- I'm <laughs> but that's, a, but that's like clockwork to, to ask your your primary care physician about why they would do that to you you know what that's a good that's a good idea and I probably should I probably should because my default was just you know what if it's messing me up let me go back to it but it shouldn't works. yeah, yeah. But it, it shouldn't so like figuring out like why? what yeah, yeah yeah so then there was something I tried for the first time which was a body detox a cleanse okay with pills so normally every year I do a 21 day plant-based cleanse where I follow this plan it's all raw foods um plant-based foods that I do and it's a great detox for my body it just helps to reset and I love it and I just couldn't I had a really hard time finding 21 days to commit to it so I did it for seven days and then um, before one of my trips this summer, I felt fat and I was like, I'm bloated. I'm this. No, I was PMSing. Okay. But it didn't hit me in time. So I'm like, I got to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. So I got this thing called the cleaner. Okay. It is a seven day um, cleanse. And basically what it does is it flushes out your system and um, you go to the bathroom a lot. So you start by taking like, I think on day one, you take, okay, on day one, you take four capsules at night. And then on days two to seven, you take four in the morning and four in the evening. My God. I have never in my life 
I have never experienced something like the cleaner. Let me tell you, when I first took it, I did it in two stints, like um, before all my travel in the summer and then after. Mm-hmm. The first stint, I totally underestimated it. And I had went down to D.C. I spent the whole time I went down to D- Let me tell you something. <laughs> there wasn't a rest stop. <laughs> there was not a rest stop on 95 between Philly and DC that I didn't stop at. Not a, there wasn't a single one that I didn't go into. It was insane, but I felt really, I felt good. I felt good. Like it, it flushed, it just flushed me out. Like it completely, by the end of it, I was like, okay, like I'm with it. And I've always been very, very wary of these kinds of cleanses, which is why I've always done like the 21 day plant-based. Cause I'm like, that's natural. It naturally flushes yeah. me out. Um, but I was completely with it and it helped to just, it was like a good reset to then be like, did you lose weight? Yes, I did. And I didn't even do it to the online the first time I did it to lose weight. But once I realized that I was just bloated from my PMS mm-hmm. <laughs> before my travels, um, it was then just to be like, you know, this summer was just a lot, you yeah. know, with the travel, all the alcohol, all the like, I mean, the eating was just out of control. So I just wanted to be able to like, feel like I've gotten it all out of my system. Yeah. To yeah. start fall fresh. Oh, social media breaks. Let's talk about that. Sorry. Can we talk about mental, social media like, breaks? What else we did to preserve mental health? Yeah. I mean, as far as like positive things, what I realized was I like to buy um, cute like undergarments. So I, okay. I, I threw out a bunch of panties and replaced them with new sustainable panties from Nikki and this other brand called, I believe it's pronounced Oku, O-K-K-O. Wait a minute. Um, What's Nikki? N-I-C-K-I? N-I-C-K-Y? K-N-I-C-K-E-Y. And they're both sustainable underwear brands. And what does sustainable I, underwear mean? You know, it's like they're made from like, uh, what do you call it? Recycled fibers. Okay. And you can also mail your old under your own, your old clean underwear to Nikki and then they recycle them also. So you wear so like, straws. No, they like recycle the fiber and like the recycled fiber goes into like cushions for rugs and shit. Oh, they okay. like, yeah, it's not. Okay, so you're, still wearing, you're still wearing new drawers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But it's like, I realized that like, okay, these are the things that make me feel better. Buying new underwear, buying new pajamas, not going to bed in like old ass t-shirts, t-shirts. from men I done slept with three years ago. <laughs> Like, let me buy some new some new pajamas. I work corporate at K Spade. Like, let me just use my little fifty percent discount. Yeah, give oh, me some. 50%? Yes. Go online and see look, what I want. Look, they got a bunch of cute stuff. It's like, let me get new PJs. Let me continue with body brushing. I feel so good when I'm body brushing. Let me use my oils. Let me wake up, even if I'm going to work on the couch in a in a hoodie. I spray perfume on. My little Sephora samples. I was like, let me just yes. do things to yeah. putting on earrings. You know, I do not have to look like I was just dragged for filth. Yeah. Let me, Those let me do help. these, these very small things just made, yes, made me just feel, feel better, you know, right. and IG breaks. I posted on my birthday, May 26th, and I did not post again until 
early August because it was National Underwear Day. And I was like, those are my people. <laughs> I'm passionate about underwear. <laughs> I was like, but I, I mean, I was posting two stories. I wasn't posting on, on, on my feet. Yeah. Like I haven't thought about curating content. I haven't thought about an aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of haven't engaged in that way at all. Yeah. So for mental health, for me, I've been, I, you know, I fell off with journaling and I've been trying to get back to that. Dude, I bought a new journal today. Look at you. I think I need one, but the current journal that I'm using, I've been writing in it for like the, okay, this is actually something I need to discuss. My current journal, I have been writing in it for probably at least four years now, maybe four to five years. Just one journal. Just one journal. It's huge. And it contains like my deepest thoughts. Mm. And sometimes I go through it and I like to like see how I progressed. I like to see the thoughts, but there's a piece of me that feels like I'm done with this. Um, I don't know. There's also, there's a piece of me that feels like so many of those thoughts or where I was, you know, over those past few years is so different from where I am now mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'm torn between wanting to just completely start a new journal and continuing the story of my growth, if that makes sense. Now, I have different journals, but this is like the journal that I go to to be like, this happened or, oh, my God, this is how I'm feeling, like my processing, like all of my, you know, I'm I'm an introvert in that I process all of my feelings and emotions and thoughts before you know, letting them out. And this is where I do that. And this is where I talk, have talked about all of the major events of my life. So I have a question. What are the other Mm -hmm. journals for? Random shit. You know, one is goals. One is like all of my plans to take over the world. Plans. Okay. You know, that type of stuff. This is your emotional journal. This is my emotional mental journal. Yeah. And this is my journal where it's like, if any, if it got out, I would, I would, I would sink into the ground. That I was, journal. I was just talking to my mom about that. I was like, if I die, don't you fucking read my journals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you bury them with me. Okay. Cause I've had journals since yeah. the, since the second grade. Right. Like, don't right. you read my journals. Right. Um, I think you continue with it. If it is your emotional journal that tracks your growth, then in this season, it looks different from other seasons but that's okay. That is what you will look back on and see that progression. Yeah, then. but it's, it's, I'm with you, but it's also, it's hard to dis- articulate. It's, there's also a piece where I think because of the amount of growth that has happened. Mm, it feels outdated. Yes. And okay. I have never, I have never felt that way before when it comes to journaling. This is the yeah. first time that I've, that I've had these thoughts. I've never felt that way, but I think because of, because I've been doing so much internal work, mm-hmm. it just, it's just different. So let's do it. Get a, get a new one. Well, that's the now, you because, know, I need, I need some time to think about because, it. Right? Because, because what's the. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rush me now. I just brought the, it to the pie. This is a vulnerable moment for me. But what's the, what's the downside of starting a new one? It feels like I'm Say, am I crying? It feels like I'm saying goodbye to, um, I, I guess it's just the, the element of like saying goodbye to a piece of me. 
And I, it's, it's very unexpected. I, I just, I didn't see it coming. And maybe that's what's needed for this new, this next chapter of my life. But it's, um, it's just really, I don't know. It's first of all, I didn't even expect to discuss this. This podcast always does this to me. Um, I feel like I'm now stumbling over my words, but I just didn't see it coming. So how about this? It's just, it's new. It's weird. How how about this? How about you try to write in a new one? And if it doesn't feel right, fuck it. And go back to my bestie. And go back. Yeah, that's my bestie. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. You know? We'll see. But I now need to talk about this in therapy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll know how you feel. Like I, yeah. journal, I journal all the time and my journal just ended. And that's why I was like, and I was starting a new one in, um, in a spiral notebook. And I've never journaled. Oh, child the ghetto. I've never journaled <laughs> in a spiral notebook, right? But it was all I had. And yeah, I had to get had this. To do it. I've done that out. before. Ugh. And But this spiral one, like, typically they, they last like a half a year. So the, the first one started in January. It ended, it ended at the top of August. The spiral one started at the top of August. And it'll probably last me till the end of the year because I'm long-winded. And I just have a lot to, like, to say. Yeah. I have a lot to get out, right? Like I'm often triggered by things I'm reading. And I will be completely honest, I've stopped listening to a lot of podcasts because I can't manage too many, too many stories, right? So like I listen to uh, Red Table Talk is now also on Spotify. So I listen to Red Table Talk, but I'm also listening to audiobooks and reading books. And I just can't also manage and listen yeah. to like church, you know, like I can't, yeah. I can't manage so many, so many things entering. Coming in. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I'm with you. I've actually limited a lot of content that I've been consuming mm-hmm. um, podcast wise on Instagram. I have, I've like, I've followed people, muted people, um, just Fine. all sorts of things because I, I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to be very intentional about what I consume and, you know, like most people, right. Between career, business, personal life, there's so much competing for my attention, for my mental space, for my emotional Mm -hmm. capacity that I'm trying, I just, I don't want to give any of it to what's undeserving you know? Mm -hmm. And I've also realized, I don't think anybody is above being impacted by what they see on social media. And, and, um, that's why I don't follow people who work out and (laughs) most, I don't need, I don't need that energy. Okay. Right. (laughs) And there's, and I I would say that I don't believe that social media isn't life. I believe that social media is what people want us to see, but I also know that Mm -hmm. there's so much on there that's just fake and contrived. And I never, I don't want to question all the great shit and goodness in my life because of anything that I see on social media, because I'm living a beautiful life and I want to, I want to be in gratitude for the life that I have and not think that I need something else or think that it's not good enough because of images that I see online. And I think that in this season that I'm in and, and, you know, I'm very aware of that. 
And I'm trying to protect that, you know, like I was telling mm-hmm. one of my girls not too long ago, I was like, I think I start like I, I got in my feelings about something off of something I saw on social media. And I was, and I had to really check myself because I was like, why am I doing this? This is not even my real life. Like my life is, you know, <laughs> it just was like, it's not even comparable. You know what I right. mean? But I was allowing something that I saw to get me like knocked off center and, um, and I, I just, so yeah, I'm just trying to be proactive about that. I, I actually want to really delete important. my Instagram. Um, <laughs> I've been saying that I'm just going to delete it. Mm-hmm. And what really actually, um, stopped me was the fact that I knew that this, you know, the pod was coming back and I was like, damn, how do I do that? But you, you know, know. What you can do, you can, um, and I was listening to, um, another podcast. This was, this was, they are also on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't had to listen to them for months, but this, so this was maybe like six, seven months ago. One of the women spoke about creating a Finsta and on her Finsta, she follows pages of like architecture or something because she just wants to look at things that just bring her joy. She's not following her cousins and her friends and she doesn't have this, like, it's not her page. So it's not like she's, you know, going to her comments. She's like, it's a private page. No one can follow her. She only follows West Elm and shit. And she's like, this is just, you know, just just little things that bring her joy. And there's no pressure whatsoever. And I was like, I love yeah, that. exactly. You know, because, you know, your your page is it's it's your life. Your your Finsta is just this is where I follow oil painting artists and nothing else. And it's yeah. like and it's all positivity you know I really like that I really like that yeah so I might think about that you know a finsta Finsta. I might think about that you know I don't have any more burner accounts um (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't have any more burner accounts because I was like what am I even keeping these burner like what am I using this for you know now granted they weren't all for me you know it was helping other people with things as well but still like what am I you know there's just certain things that (laughs) certain energies (laughs) I just want to limit now don't get it wrong I'm always going to be with the shits when it comes to my friends always 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 that's never going to change but still it's like you know yes okay so yes we're doing we're going into the fall you know trying to reduce stress and really be manage. I don't see. That's the thing, Talia. I don't. I think I've accepted that. I don't. Stress won't be reduced. If anything, I think it's going to increase. Because I think as you continue to grow, as we continue to expand, you know, and one of our prayers just needs to be, and for anybody listening, that God equips you to handle the things that are placed on your plate. I think it's at least the way I look at it. It's more how can we manage it better? How can we manage ourselves better? That's so true. that we're not yeah. as impacted. By you don't get older stress. and less stressed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We don't even have children yet. So when they come, yeah. that's going to be another level, you know? So that's true. That's anyway, true. girl, I know you got a beauty article. I feel like this shit is starting to get Oh, heavy. no. You know, I, <laughs> you know what? It was about, it was about meditation and we already kind of touched on it and we don't, okay. we at the 41 minute mark. Uh, so uh, time, um, to go, time to go, time to go, <laughs> time to go, you know, but as far as meditation um, goes, it is a stress manager. So it is on topic. Um, when you talked, when you spoke about 
how you were trying to meditate, did you did you use an app or were you just I used an app? Okay, what did you use? I don't know what um, else, like what you call it. Freewheeling. I use the Calm app. Okay, cool. Um, and their meditation stuff, but there's I think I'm gonna re-download Headspace because okay. I really liked that for meditation. So I think I'm gonna okay. do, I'm gonna download that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Yeah. I use shine and you do that. you've been talking about that for a while. I know. I just, I just I love it. I just love it. But yeah. And I think it's just important to ways to figure out how to be more present. Right. And when we think about it from a childlike perspective, something that has always helped me, you know, something that I had to like dig back into my, my crate for Cause that's the thing. Like I've been in therapy for years. I know all, I have all the tricks and tools whenever I need them. I just need to remember them and say to myself like, Oh yeah, you haven't done this in a while. And coloring has done that for me. Like I, I'm always so calm. And I looked around and I was like, where are my coloring books in a box in the garage? It's Mm. like, so, which means I haven't colored since a year. Right. And it's like that is something that always gets me focused and present. You know, that is something that always just kind of brings me back to myself. Right. So I need to take more baths. I bought some bubble baths today at Walgreens and it was like, I'm going to take a bath. You know, like just actually, you you know, the things that you need is just finding the time to do them and creating the space to do them can be difficult. But it's like we already we already know what it is, you know. Oh yeah, I'm take me a little bath, sip on me a little nightgown, spray some perfume. Not Rihanna's because I ain't got it, but you know. I'm definitely interested for all the listeners in hearing what you guys are doing for your wellness practices. Yeah. And if you, you know, if if the change in seasons or transitions impact your wellness practices and what you plan to do this fall, that'll let us know. DM us. Especially, yeah, because you know, when it starts to get cold in uh Chicago and Philly, it's gonna Child. be a Game changer. We're going to be talking about new routine. We're going to be like, so. <laughs> We're going to get on this podcast and be like, yeah, nah, everything fell off. Oh, my God. But so far, we with it. We with it. We with it. We with it. All right, beauty needs me until next time. Toodles. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. Walked in when I was a new youngin. Charlie, you were trying to run on me. I've been, I've been going on my own. I've been, I've been doing things unknown. It's a day one, you running right back. Say the drama, you running off track.